0: everyone my name is denise white and i am the host of the vip ignite live podcast and today i am so excited to have the one and only actor producer overall creative david drumgold on the podcast hi david how are you today
1: hi there denise how are you my lady
0: i am amazing today now that i'm talking to you (laughs) so (laughs) so let's just dive on into this so i have a question for you all right so before you met vip ignite You are in SAG. You've been acting since for a very long time. Forever. Let's just say that, forever. Fourth grade, fourth grade. Since fourth grade. I was
1: actor of the year in the fourth grade.
0: (laughs) Well, congratulations. That's amazing. Right? So so you're in SAG. You've been acting since you were in fourth grade. What made you decide, you know what? I need to work with VIP Ignite.
1: Uh, Because I've really, in my adult life, having people tell you to you know, secure things and make sure that you have a roof over your head that you... I got waylaid in opening my event production and catering career. And you look down and you look up and suddenly 16 years have gone by and you've only done three plays, a commercial audition uh, and a commercial, uh, not an audition, a competition for Doritos. Uh, And I was getting a good little show reel together, but I wasn't being seen by anyone. And I had gotten a text message and then I saw it email. Then I saw it on Facebook. And it was like, do you think the universe is trying to tell you something? Cause it's not just coming to you in your, you know, on your phone, it's a direction. And then I got to talk to everybody and it's such a great environment to be in just working with people, encouraging other people, being encouraged by people, being appreciated by people. And you know, what else do you want when you're a, a conduit for entertainment?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. So- I love it. What were you struggling with before you came to VIP Ignite? Like, what was what was that one thing that was that made that drove you to your decision to work with us?
1: Wow, two to be. Not, now I would have to say it's a twofold. Uh, memorization was getting foggy as I was getting older. And having people to play with helped that. It it took away the fear, getting it wrong uh, or not remembering and going and doing something else. Uh, But that still worked and conveyed the story, even though certain directors wouldn't want you to improv. It was just great having somebody, you know, like brothers and sisters, kids and friends to play with. Uh, Number two, making it my focus again. Okay. Okay. Making it my number one focus because the catering became my number one focus. And then when my mom passed, my sister and my career became my, you know, my catering career became my number one focus. It's like, how do you want to live the rest of your life? What do you want to do? And why do you want to do it?
0: Okay. I love that.
1: And VIP Ignite came at the right time. Uh, I started seeing all of these Carol Burnett things on YouTube and she was my childhood i would perform her sketches in a homeroom to the class and people would howl and i was like yes <laughs> i'm making them happy and i'm communicating you know the joy of it all
0: that's awesome. i love that so much because i think one thing that i've learned working with vip ignite and a lot of the coaches that we work with a lot of right. the mentors that we have is that you have to love what you do when you're a part of the entertainment industry. You can't do it for the fame. You can't do it for the money. You have to do it because you absolutely love what you do. And you certainly personify that. But let me ask you another question with your catering business. I know you work with a lot of high level people in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So it seems to me you would already have a lot of connections. So how has VIP Ignite been a conduit to help you move forward in your career?
1: Uh, Two, to another, it's always twofold with me. Um, you get used to your role with these people so often that you don't want to, um, blur that line or because things weren't in a, in a state to ask for money for investments. Now they are, once I've been getting to learn production, um, I just didn't want to cross that line. And now that I can cross that line, because many people that I've contacted now are like, we knew there had to be more to you than this. So, I mean, everybody loves you or like, you know, our grandmother loves you and she hates everybody. I've had <laughs> comments like that said. And so it's, it's opening up. It's really opened up and doing the production um, has really helped that. Secondly, uh, it re, um, reaffirming that we're all people, no matter how famous and wealthy you are, we're all people. You know, I, I, one of the greatest moments that happened to me during COVID was August of 2020. Uh, the guest, a guest at the party was Paul McCartney. And he had met me. Well, he had met me. I had met him. <laughs> <laughs> we had met one another uh, twice before, and it was always on the same date. And I asked him, do you realize it's always... August the 8th, when we see each other, and he goes, isn't that funny? And I was like, yeah, quite something else. And he goes, so what are you doing? And I told him about the films and the films that were written. He goes, I've never known you did any of that. I always thought you had a great speaking voice. I thought you might have sung. I said, I sing as well. So he goes, give me something in my ear. Give me something in my ear. <laughs> and I did the Big Bad Wolf from the Little Red Riding Hood. And he goes, and he just sort of stood back and did like this. And before he left at the end of the night, when everybody was saying goodbye, he came over and whispered in my ear. He goes, the microphone is going to love you and can love all your texture. Do it. Now, to take that time, for someone of his caliber to take that time, and it's not polytest. So even if it was, I appreciated it. <laughs> I totally appreciate it, but just really lovely. really lo- Just that, that source of encouragement, man to man, 11 o'clock, oh, sorry, one o'clock in the morning after dinner. He didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know, and I don't think he was blowing smoke up my fanning. He was just being lovely. He was like, I like what you did. The microphone's gonna love you. And I was like, Well, I I'm mean, back at it, baby.
0: I mean, when you get dubbed by or when you I, what's the word I'm looking for? Anointed? Well, thank you, that's the word. When you get anointed by Sir Paul McCartney. I know I, I you thought you dubbed as in forward
1: dubbed forward. as a knight. I know you're you w. dubbed <laughs> as a knight, Right. Yeah, dubbed, knighted, anointed, whatever. Yeah.
0: No, that that's amazing. I love that. So yeah, he's a I great mean, guy. With your with all the tremendous experiences that you have, you have a variety show that you run. Yep. Um you you do so many different things. Um but when we were in Los Angeles in October, you had the opportunity to get signed by a huge agency. Yes, Sean so Rogan. Yes. Yeah, so can you talk to me about what does it feel like after I mean you've been acting since you were four since you were in fourth grade. Right. After of the year in fourth grade. Right. Talk to me about the journey from there to getting signed by the Sean Brogan agency in L.A. Um,
1: I've just been really having a good time, traveling, meeting everybody. uh, And it wasn't until... I opened the, the catering company, the production catering company, that I really started thinking about how I wanted to re- live the rest of my life, what legacy I wanted to have, uh, what really drove me to move to New York and London in the first place, um, with no master plan, just having a good time, whereas it was like, again, Cale Burnett. I did not know about the music from the 20s, 30s and 40s, or even the 1890s until Carol Burnett made a spoof of it. So my greatest goal is to get a David Drumgold variety show on television so that the younger people, and I'm talking even as old as in their 40s, will learn all the, the, you know, the American Songbook and know it. And, you know, cause everything is so current and what's next rather than celebrating the past and knowing the origins of things, you know? Yeah.
0: So talk about getting signed by Sean Bergen.
1: She was just wonderful. She's still wonderful. I talked to her weekly. Um, she The greatest thing about her was I was sitting next to someone who was speaking to her, to another woman on your on the VIP day that they had all the agents and photographers and casting people and all of that. And I didn't really take her in, but I knew that she was taking me in. So she heard the conversation I had with the woman who really didn't think she could do much for me if I didn't live in LA.
0: Yeah.
1: So I went to another person, a a gentleman, then I went to the two girls that were writers on the end. And then I came to Sean and Sean looked at the first picture, you know, the one in the hat where I'm just like, you know, everybody's new best friend. <laughs> yep. I <love> that photo. <laughs> it's my favorite photograph of my entire life. It's the f- first photograph I've really felt captured exactly how I feel. you know, most of the time,
0: That's what we and do she looked at that picture and
1: closed the book. She goes, how soon can you be back on a plane? I could have you working tomorrow. I was like, you're my new best friend. And I love you for that cat. Cause you wouldn't say it if you didn't mean it. Yeah. A, and what, nothing's going to stop me. I'm, you know, help bell, book, and candle, hella high water, I'm there. So I sent her a, a huge melange of flowers display that looked like a milk crate, so almost like somebody would be bringing you milk or what have you, but it was all different types of flowers. And this was even before she said yes or saw all the photographs and all, everything was lined up with the agencies. And she was like, honey, just send me this stuff. I loved you. I love the flowers. She said, the whole office is fragrant. It's just an energy and an embodiment of you yet to come. I was like, yeah. See it my way. And you want somebody who's on your side, you yeah. know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but at least they're championing you. You're, you're, you're an excitement to them. And I'm not saying a big fish in a small pond or or what have you. It's just, you're on their radar. Yeah. It's ready to work. Cause you want somebody who's working with you.
0: Yeah. You know, something, we, you. something we say to talent all the time is that agents and managers want to work with people that they like. Yes. And I love that you were on her radar because I'm sure that she was watching you interact not only with the agents, but also the other talent, because one of the things that I've noticed about you since the first day I met you is that you're always there for other people like you are that person who, if someone's struggling with something, you're like, Oh, don't worry, I got you and you'll work with them. And that that's amazing. Because the one thing that we all need more of is people like you, first of all, just that have an amazing heart. But it's just a pleasure to have the opportunity to see to see you grow, and it sounds so funny for me to say, "Oh my gosh, I've seen you grow so much." But um, I do. I have another question for you, David. Okay. So you were in SAG before you started working with VIP Ignite. Yes. So, so talk to me a little bit about getting your SAG card, and what have you been doing with that?
1: Well, the funniest thing, uh, what happened? I moved back back to the states in 1990. And I was beginning to feel, you know, how do I find an agent? How do I find a manager now that I'm, you know, back in the country after not being in the country for nearly 11 years? And, uh, you know, the whole thing where you have to do a certain amount of work to be able to get into SAG, and you have to do this, you have to be able to do that. So I was singing here and there and doing open mics and doing stand up comedy, but no one was really biting. Well, on the humble and joke of it all, Tu Wong Fu was written by a friend of mine. Well, not even a friend of mine. He was, it was seen by a friend who worked at William Morris, who then introduced me to the writer. And what they wanted were real drag queens in New York to come in to be support in the pageants. Uh, and they had done... There was a waiver for all of that to have genuine drag queens. Well, as a makeup artist, I was able to do things to myself to turn to myself very beautiful. And when I walked in both the casting director and one of the leads was there and everybody stood up because I made myself Vegas showgirl stunning. <laughs> and I I think I, they saw me twice. And then, because they saw me the first time for the part that eventually went to RuPaul. Uh, sorry, no, I'm wrong. They saw me first for the part that uh, Wesley Snipes got, which was a lead, because it was depending on, the, the money hadn't gotten involved yet. Then when the money got involved a bit more, I think it was Steven Spielberg um and then they saw me for they liked me enough to still consider me for a, a lead you know a, a, a visual part they saw me for the part that RuPaul went on to play uh because uh, he was popular at that she was popular at that time um but they called me back in and they said we want you we're going to get you in as one of the pageant beauties and you get your SAG card immediately so I didn't have to do any of the uh, you know, work to gra- graduate to points or whatever. So I was immediately signed. Oh, nice. From the first project that I did in the States, I got my set card.
0: That's amazing. That doesn't happen to everyone. So if you're listening to this podcast, don't expect that to be your experience. That is an and, unusual
1: experience. And, and don't expect that to be your experience, A. And B, it can be uh, a little bit of a hindrance because most of the casting directors then know you. And if you don't have on set uh, knowledge as well as your, your discipline on set, I didn't know a lot going to other things. I knew where, to, where my marks were on that first, but I would have liked to have had more, less uh, visible identity on a set just to watch a set more, just to watch the director more. So it's not, a, it, it's my reality. It's not a blessing or a curse, but at the same time, it's, you know, it can go both ways. I didn't get to know enough about set work until later.
0: Yeah, because, because we, everything
1: that I had done before was, you know, I was focused on on the camera. It's like, well, how far am I supposed to be from the camera?
0: Yeah, so I, I love that you made that point because so many times people are, like, oh my gosh, I want my sidecar, like, but you don't yeah. have experience yet.
1: No, it's so that. wonderful to yeah. be the anonymous uh, talent. Still, you're, you're you're seen as talent, but just to pay attention to where the sound person is, where the director is, where the AD is, whoever designed the set, the costume people, you'd learn to what everybody's role is. And the talent is very important, but they're all talented in different ways. And you begin to respect their capacity on set as well.
0: Yeah. So why did it take you so long to get an agent?
1: Uh, focus.
0: Focus, okay. Focus. Tony Robbins says where energy where focus goes energy flows so yeah yep. that, that makes a lot of sense truly fun.
1: my focus i was like i said i i was very well known so i was invited to everything and went everywhere and met everybody but in when i was at home what was i doing to make that grow and i wasn't i wasn't
0: talk a little bit more about that cuz i think so many times again people they think if you get seen right then- amazing things will happen but something that we say no you have
1: to constantly work I don't care who you I mean perfect example I we were doing um uh the the opening night party for Ohio State Murders and Audra McDonald wasn't able to get there because she was still doing vocal lessons and this is an eight-time Tony Award winner and she's still in vocal class what? That's insane. Still a vocal class. That's so I make myself learn something every week, which is a discipline I got from uh, VIP Ignite. I make myself read things. I make myself look at what's happening in the business uh, with variety and different things like that, what castings are around, because now I'm with Frontier LA Casting Networks Act- and Actors Access and you know, updated my IMDb page. So now that my name may be kicking around on two or three desks, <laughs> Here and there that that's current, you know, with what I'm doing.
0: Yeah.
1: But so it's 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 what you put into it. You get into everything in life, what you put you get out of everything in life, what you put into it. And I wasn't doing that.
0: Welcome. Well, thank you so much for your honesty. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No, that. it was true. I was having a good time. <laughs> I you know, I was just having a good time, really
1: excited at the um meeting the people, talking about different things, and with fashion and with catering my work came to me word of mouth where every the people who knew me, but they didn't know me enough to vouch for me to put me up for, for film work.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I was, I was in England. I did a lot of commercial stuff, but there was no vocals. There was no talking um, and concerts and stand up and things that, you know, there wasn't enough. All of that came later. All of the comedy specials that I want to write and do one of, if I can, uh, all of that came later. There was no Netflix then there was no Hulu, there was no that that was everything was network television, and you needed a lot of money behind you to get you know network television, whereas yeah. now I could go with my camera and film a really good film a really good uh stand up and storytelling sequence
0: yeah
1: and 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 put it out as an idea to sell,
0: yeah, it's amazing yeah. it's amazing how much the world has changed,
1: yeah. Well, that's what I was, uh, what's his name? The guy that played uh, in uh, Steinfeld. He was saying the business is right now, this is the best time for an artist because you can create your own work on your phone or on YouTube and catch somebody's imagination. So that's what I'm doing. Creating as much work as I can. The the fourth anniversary of my variety show was so wonderful that I was actually backstage crying before I could almost cry now. It (laughs) turned out so well, everyone showed up and it was just beautiful, just beautiful. Linda Clifford uh, was wonderful as she closed the show with red light from the movie Fame. And my, my show is housed in uh, MMAC, which is Manhattan Movement and Arts Center, which is the home of Manhattan Youth Ballet. And Luigi, an older ballet master who taught people like Gina Lola Brigida and Liza Minnelli. So he's been around forever. So I'm in a great, you know, energy nucleus with, you know, the ghosts and the people who went before to make it lovely.
0: That's awesome. Well, David, it's always amazing to catch up with you. Gorgeous. Um, let me just end this with one question for you. Okay. So if someone is listening to this podcast, watching this video, and they're on the fence about deciding and they're, an, they're someone who's experienced like you are, I mean, they they have their side card they've done they' they've done some work, but they're just kind of like at that plateau where they need to go get to the next level. Would you recommend that they work with v i p ignite and why yes, I would
1: very much so, very much so. I think I've said it quite a few times once on a podcast and once on something that I filmed, I was setting up a party uh there is a lot of crap out there, lots of crap, and you know it, you know it I know it, and you can feel it when people are talking to you because they chase you for money, they chase you. For money. The least thing that was ever said to me or the last thing I would say was was said to me with VIP was how much it would cost until I asked for how much it would cost. I was never told. I was told what was being offered, what the people you could put me in front of, the people that would be seen, what you will do and how hard you will work to make sure that we're taken care of and not taken advantage of. Uh, and it's worth it. It's worth it. You will meet everyone. Again, it's what you put into yourself. The doors that you open and get seen by and then just step through those doors triumphant and make it happen. You've delivered. Honey, I got an... <laughs> hey. Honey. girl. I have an agent in L.A. It made BMG here in New York take side. They're doing a Zoom meeting with me on Monday to find out how they can get up. Because all the work that I've all the films and commercial stuff that I've done in the last three years, I got on my on my own. So they know that I'm back in gear. So they want to make sure that they're working too. So, your your you were the catapult that made other people go, oh, they were I wasn't putting much into it, so they weren't putting much into it. And now everybody's ready to put something into it.
0: Hey, so that's what we do. You're aiming for like, We ignite careers here. If you ignites, here. Your ignite. your truth management. You, you
1: ignite. Totally pilot lights, <laughs> Most certainly, and I'm here for you.
0: Well, we're here for you, David. (laughs) Thank thank you you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. I can't wait to see you and hug you. I can't wait to see you and hug you either. So guys, if you are watching this video, if you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you hit subscribe because we have so many amazing talent that we're going to be interviewing. We have so many stories that we want to share with you. And also make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. We have a lot of amazing things coming up. So follow us at vip ignite live on all forms of social media david again thank you so much you're amazing biggest kiss my darling thank you for listening to the vip ignite podcast for free resources and to learn more about how to become a model actor or musician please head over to ammsociety.com and if you love this episode please head over to itunes to subscribe and leave us a review it is very much appreciated thank you